0: Welcome to the Kush Sharma Podcast, where we take a deep look into things that make us better and happier people. Through research, interviews and experience, I give you tips on topics like entrepreneurship, work, psychology, self-improvement and much more. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to episode number 7. And in this episode, I'll be talking about one of the biggest lessons that I learned in marketing and while I was selling my products and services. And that lesson has got something to do with a term called decision stress and how this particular term can also be applied to our life uh, to make it better and to live a much more efficient and fulfilled life. So first I'm going to talk about how it relates to marketing and selling. So what does decision stress mean? Uh, It means that when i talk when i say decision stress we're talking about the customer so what it means is that when you're trying to market or sell a product or service what i have in my experience seen that you stand a much higher chance of converting that is selling your product or service when you decrease the decision stress on your customer now what does that mean so see you must have seen whenever you buy something and you're just about to pay for that product or service you must have seen that you kind of experience this stress level now it depends of course what is the price of the product or service the higher the uh, money involved the more stress you face but whatever decision you make if you try to analyze it deep down you are facing some stress issue like even when you recharge your phone sometimes you can just face that stress issue because of course money is going out of your account so you're bound to face some stress right so this is the stress we're talking about and how you can reduce it because this is what I've seen motivates the consumer or the customer the best so I learned three things about reducing decision stress so since I'm into online marketing when people come onto a page where I'm put where I'm trying to sell a product or service how i try to reduce this decision stress is first of all and probably the most important step is that you should clearly be able to communicate to your customer how your product or service is going to improve their life this should be the main criteria of your sales pitch so a lot of people talk about features of their product or services which are not very important to the customer i'll just give you an example in a while But what you really have to communicate is the benefit of the product or service, how it will improve and change their life for the better. How can you solve the pain that they're facing, whatever issue they might be facing and how your product and service can get rid of that pain. Like For example, let's say if you're selling a camera, it would be much better if you show two images from different cameras, one from this one, the superior camera that you're trying to sell and one from the normal cameras that people use. And have those images side by side so that people can exactly come know how a particular image will improve the moment they buy this camera. But the mistake most marketers would make is they would talk about features. So they would talk about, oh it's 25 megapixels, this is the sensor size. The body has these functions. All all that is fine. You have to, but the main thing is the benefit, because the customer might not even know of these terms and um, technical terminology, right? So you clearly let them know how it's going to affect their day to day life, and once you do that, and it should be very very clear. So that's one point. The second point is you should be very very clear in telling them that how they will receive this product or service once they make the payment that should be extremely clear there should be no doubt it should not be done after they've made the payment that you should be giving them instructions they should know beforehand because that's what they want they're paying and they want something in return so that should be completely spelled out very clearly how it, how they will receive the product and how this whole transaction will take place. There should be no doubt in the consumer's mind. So you're decreasing that stress. Right. The third point which really worked in my favor was put something out there which lets them get in touch with you. They should feel that they have you at their fingertips. For example, just putting a simple line like call me on my cell number in case you're facing any issues, increased my conversions. Why? Because it generates trust and it decreases the stress for the consumer because they know if anything goes wrong here in this transaction or in this whole process of buying this product, they have someone to immediately get in touch. So, of course, I'm a solopreneur, so I give my own number. If you have a team, you can have a dedicated team for this, right? But these three things really have to be there in your sales page whether that be your landing page or your flyer or any kind of a promotional material that you have make it absolutely clear haven't you seen this if you download an app for example these days apps are very popular you have some apps that do so well that's because the flow is so convenient for the consumer you exactly know that if you press these buttons and that's it your job is done and you tend to use those apps more right so make everything clear And communicate that very 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 clearly to your customer there should be no doubt when they're reading about your or just gain you know when you're selling your product or service to your customer they should have absolutely no room for doubt that will decrease their decision stress and the more you decrease the decision stress the better it is for you now how can this aspect of decision stress be applied to life so i was reading about a very interesting research study that was done i just forgot about which university or institution did that but it was very interesting which was on similar lines so what they did was i'll just roughly tell you they divided two groups of people so let's call it group a and let's call it uh, let's call the other group group b and what they did was for a few days they made these two groups stay in an environment where they put them under different conditions now what were these conditions group a throughout this whole time you know whenever this the whole research time what they did was they told they presented group a the people in group a with a lot of decisions to make so let's say it was let's say i don't remember the number of days let's say it was for three days so for these three days They would just give these people choice after choice and very simple choices. Let's say they'll present them with a donut and a pastry. And then they would ask, which one do you want to have? You have the choice, make the choice. Then they would give them a choice between two t-shirts. Which t-shirt do you like? That'll be yours. So they would get to pick. Same thing with other clothings and a lot of things like that. So they would just keep presenting them with choices and they could just pick the product after going through Uh, the different choices so the product the food whatever and the group and the other group group b what they did was they did not give them any choices they just gave them that food for example let's say they just gave them the donut there was no pastry there was no choice to make they just gave them the red t-shirt there was no yellow t-shirt there they just kept giving them things without making them make a choice Right? So there's one group which is again and again making choice, choices and the other group is not making choices at all. They just have to do with what they have got. And then what they did was, a very interesting thing, what they did was after this study got over, they took both the groups and the people that were involved in these groups, they asked them to put their hand inside a box of cold water, very, very cold water okay the kind of uh, temperature where you know you cannot keep your hand for, uh, for too long so it was really ice chill and what they saw was that the group that were continuously being presented with choices they could not put their hand for too long inside that box of water whereas the other group which was which did not have any choices to make they had they could keep their hand for longer in that cold water so the study the conclusion was that because these three days this particular group was continuously making choices choices after choices their energy was going down because of these choices so their decision stress was actually impacting their energy levels and their willpower levels. But the other group which had no decision to make, they simply just, you know, they had to make do with whatever they were offered. They did not make any decision. So they did not expend their energy in any decision. So they had conserved all this energy and not wasted it. And hence, they had more willpower because now they could put all their energy in putting their hand inside this cold water. So what does this mean for us? This means that we can use the aspect of decision stress to improve our life by it's not easy to do. I'm trying to do this myself. You have to keep evaluating, but what you have to do is try to live your life in such a way that you're taking minimal decisions. That you exactly know what you have to do, especially when it comes to very ordinary things, where making a decision is just not worth it. For example, when it comes to deciding what you want to wear you can reduce your decision stress just by having a very limited variety of clothes in your wardrobe so i'm not saying that you should dress simply or something like that but what i'm saying is you can just limit your wardrobe to let's say only those kind of clothes which you like wearing so you really don't have too many options to pick from for example in my case most of the times i just like wearing a black t-shirt and a pair of jeans or shorts so of course I do change it's not like I've, I've just um, become too single minded about this but I'm, I'm talking on an average level so try to find those ordinary tasks which where you can reduce that issue. you when you wake up to the time when you sleep try to have the ordinary tasks uh, completely decision free for you most of them as much as you can i'm all for flexibility so i'll be talking about that in another podcast but here i'm talking about the tasks where the decision stress is not worth it and what those tasks are for you for you you just have to find out for yourself the example that i gave is just from my own life because let's say i don't value clothes that much okay so i'm happy wearing something very simple you might not so but you there might be some other aspect in your life where you can use this aspect of decision stress to reduce your decision. So find out what is not contributing to your life and then reduce that decision stress from there by simply eliminating choices. this in fact, I really, really advise you to watch this video called The Paradox of Choice on YouTube. It's by an elderly gentleman. I forgot his name, but it's a TED talk. And I think it's a TED Talk. You should definitely watch that video. It talks exactly about the same thing, much. It just goes much deeper. And I've really, really seen this working. You can do. You can apply this to a lot of things. Your food, your clothes, the kind of people you hang out with, right? So try to reduce stress from every aspect of your life, so that you can be more sure. Of what your day looks like So I'm not asking you to become completely mechanical but just figure out those things where decision stress is not worth it the moment you do that what happens is you start to save and conserve energy which is just going for waste and then you can put that energy into much productive tasks tasks that you value tasks where decision stress is worth it the more important tasks in your life right so that's about it. I hope you like this podcast, and I'll see you in another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.